morning, good morning, and happy Sabbath, everybody. Welcome to the Tabernacle of Praise Fellowship. Amen. My name is Pastor Jonathan B. Fields, Jr. This is my wonderful wife, Melody Fields. Happy Sabbath. Happy good Sabbath. morning. We'd like to take this time to welcome all of our visitors this morning. You may be new to the service. You may be a member. You may be somebody that's just passing by to see if this is somewhere you want to stay. Well, I guarantee you this is the place you want to be. So I encourage you right now to hit that share button and come on in and watch and enjoy and receive a blessing from the Lord today. We welcome you today. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. As my wife step away, we just want to remind you that our special prayer time. Thank you so much, honey. Our special prayer time that we do every Sabbath, every week where well, we encourage our family to write down their prayers, put them in the chat. I know we have individuals that are joining in right now, but once they get on and they see the chat room exploding with prayers, then they'll just jump right in. My wife is logging those prayers down um, because we, we, we want to pray, uh, be intentional in our prayer time together. We are also encouraging each family, each home um, to develop a prayer journal um, as we have in our home. Um, where throughout the week, throughout the day, when we have our family time, our family worship, believe it or not, we still worship together as a family. Amen. Um, we pray over those prayers. We ask God for a special covering um, over those prayers. So we encourage you at this time to go ahead and start logging those prayers in um, because we want to log those down. We want to record those prayers so that we can call them out um, in our service today. Um, also throughout the week on our Wednesday night prayer time, if you want to um, add prayers at that time um, to have them prayed for today or Sabbath, if you will, um, we encourage you to do that as well. We understand that sometime as we go through this prayer time together, um, individuals are still logging in and we want everyone's prayer um, to be read. We want everyone's prayer to be heard. And so we encourage you, if you're not able to get it in today, you can send it in early um, so that we can pray over those prayers. Also, as um, every week, we want to remind you that uh, we're having our discipleship class today at 2.30. So we encourage you, if you're able um, to join in to that special time um, at 2.30, um, we have an awesome time um, as we worship and celebrate together. Also, at two o'clock, I believe it's two o'clock, um, our Sabbath school, our youth Sabbath school will be meeting at the park. Um, and so we encourage all of our young people to join in to be a part of that. Um, this is a very special time uh, for our young people to be engaged, to get out. I know we're in COVID, um, they are protected, they have their mask on, they are practicing social distance, but we still need to get engaged and still interact one um, with another. I um, also want to encourage you um, to mark your calendars for December 25th. You, I mean, 26th, you will hear more about this in the coming days um, where we want to get involved in our community. And what we have put together and, um, um, is uh, what we call caring for um, our community, where we are encouraging you now to be prayerful. Uh, we want to still be actively involved in our community. So what we're asking you to do by way of um, cash app if you want to just send a special donation in um, but we're asking that we would receive blankets um, socks um, as well as like um, hats or scarves um, because what we want to do we want to go out into our community uh, community and we want to bless them with those gifts on December 26 so we encourage you as we talk about this a little more flyers will be coming out uh, but we want to encourage you to mark your calendars right now 
uh, for December 26th as we will be getting engaged and getting involved um, in our community. I believe that even in the midst of a pandemic, um, we still have a responsibility as believers. Um, I, I, I know, uh, believe it or not, I know um, these are some very trying times. Um, we want to stay safe. We want to um, keep distance and we want to, you know, be mindful of, of, you know, COVID. But at the same time, we have to be mindful that we are called to um, be the light in darkness. Amen. We're called to still, um, you know, give sight to the blind. Uh, you may not be able to give them physical sight but you can give them spiritual sight, amen? We're still called um, to, um, to feed and to, and to nurture. We are still called to that. That did not stop because of COVID. So we still, as a body of Christ, as a body of believers, we still have a responsibility to our community. So I wanna encourage you, amen, to join in with me, to partner with me, to partner with Tabernacle of Praise, those that are visiting, um, wherever you are visiting from. Um, if you want to help out in this initiative, um, when we have our special time of stewardship um, and when you see our cash app, um, then you can um, add in the memo um, that special donation for that as well. Amen. Um, and so again, we want to welcome everybody to Tabernacle of Praise. I know that we have some celebration of birthdays this week. Amen. Our very own um, elder, amen, Elder Percy celebrated a birthday this week. So we want to say happy birthday to you. Amen. And all of those that are celebrating birthdays in the midst, I know my daughter has a birthday coming up on next week on the 10th. Amen. So we want to give her a shout out right now. Happy birthday to you. Those that are celebrating wedding anniversaries, Hey, listen, we're in the midst of a pandemic, but we still celebrate each other. Come on, somebody. One of the things I do with my family, um, I encourage my daughters to learn how to celebrate each other, learn how to get excited for each other's accomplishments and, and things of that nature. Um, because believe it or not, when you receive a, um, um, make a mile mark, you want to receive that um, accolade as well. So we encourage you. Um, we also want to just celebrate all those that are graduating. Come on, somebody. Uh, we want to celebrate all those that are graduating, um, that is having a special celebration. Amen. Uh, we give praise, honor, and glory to God that we are still able to meet the mark even in the midst of a pandemic. We are still able to reach our goal. So we want to, again, welcome you to Tabernacle of Praise. We want you to enjoy your worship time together. Right now, we want you to tune in to a special um, uh, um, stewardship moment where we will be sharing some things with you. So at this time, we'll turn it over to our stewardship. Video, we'll explore what we can learn from Moses to help us put God first in our lives today. Now Moses tried to save the people through his own power. It didn't work. He was banished from Egypt and his dreams were dead. After decades of working as a shepherd in the desert, something strange happened to Moses. God called him to revive the dreams of his youth, to see the people of Israel freed from slavery. But the thing is, Moses wasn't ready. He could no longer speak properly and believed he was too old to challenge Pharaoh. He was right about that, but God told him, who has made man's mouth? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall say. God told him the same he is telling us today. For Moses, putting God first meant refusing to rely on his own ability and strength. 
It meant putting his whole life in God's hand and accepting the call based on God's power. Because he had this not-so-confident mindset, God would be able to work through him, delivering his entire nation from slavery. Now, just like God called Moses, you too are called to put him first in your life. There's a special mission that can only be achieved if you decide to put God first in your life. It's not easy, but through the Holy Spirit, you can realize that divine strength is found only by trusting God while acknowledging your own weaknesses. Moses put God first, and his example compels us to do the same. As we return the tithe and promise, we are challenged to put God first. It is a challenge to put God first. Okay. Go ahead, Lakita. Okay. Sorry about that. As you know, when we put God first, then other things are not so important. This year has been very, very difficult to put God first. We have to hear tragedy upon tragedy. It's easy to fall into the poor me syndrome and what happened to me and all about me. But God is saying, put me first. No matter what your tragic story is, I am with you. I will go ahead of you. I'll take care of you. Please continue to put God first. Don't be afraid. We've been called to make small sacrifices and big sacrifices. We've been called to um, stay away from people, wear a face mask, stay away from your uh, loved ones on holidays. Those are sacrifices. And yet God is continuing to say to you, please put God first. Remember that as we uh, prepare to provide for those who are homeless with blankets and socks and uh, warm clothing, please remember to um, turn in your tithe or your offering, or even just if you want to contribute. Remember, dollar sign cash app top giving will help us to um, serve many in the St. Louis area. And if you know someone who would need something warm, please, as you put out, give to us your prayer request, also make that request on behalf of your loved ones. Thank you. Make this a great day. And we're going back to Pastor Fields. Amen. Thank you so much um, from our stewardship corner. Um, as always, we want to be faithful and not fearful during this pandemic. Amen. Um, as the prayers are still coming in and my wife is still writing those prayers down, just want to share with you a few more announcements. Amen. Um, just um, an, an update in the event. Uh, we've been having some issues at times with our Facebook page. Amen. Uh, for whatever reason, it's been going down. But in the event, somewhere along the service today, if that it was to happen, uh, we encourage you to go over to our YouTube channel, um, which is T-O Praise, or Top Praise, or T-O-P-R-A-I-S-E-S-D-A. Um, you can go to our webpage, or you can find us on our, um, again, our webpage. So again, you can go to our YouTube channel, which is To Praise, S-D-A, um, or our um, website, and you will find us there. Um, also, we do want to um, send accolades out. Um, to Sister Brittany, amen. 
um, Brittany Gates, who will be um, celebrating a graduation, amen, um, receiving her bachelor's degree in criminal justice. So we're so excited about that. This will be a virtual celebration. Come on, somebody. Again, where we're able to still meet those mile markers, amen. COVID tried, the devil tried, the enemy tried but he did not succeed. And so we celebrate you, Brittany, um, for receiving um, your bachelor's, amen. And we look forward for you to go on and do even greater things, amen. Um, at this time, we do wanna go ahead and receive those prayers. Um, my wife has been busy over there writing, amen. And we just wanna encourage you as we pray here um, that you pray at home uh, because we believe that God hears and um, answers prayer, amen. So at this time, if you will, um, if you can bow your heads as we look to the Lord in prayer, let us pray. Um, loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we are so thankful and so appreciative of the fact that you chose us and, and that you have called us to come to this place of worship. Um, even in the midst of a pandemic, they, the pandemic can't stop our praise um, because we know that you hold the key um, to heaven and earth and we give you all praise, honor, and glory. So as we come, oh God, um, we ask that you will forgive us of our sins, ask that you will cleanse us even now for all of our unrighteousness, all of our wrong deeds, all of those thoughts that were impure. Um, we ask that you will wash up, oh God, hold us up, oh God, never let us fall, but keep us ever close before thee. Um, and we will be ever so mindful to bless your name um, because it is you that have brought us this far by faith. I'm asking in the name of Jesus um, that you will cover um, each one of our prayer requests today. We pray um, for Elliot, um, the Elliot family, Elliot and Battle family, ask that you will cover them and keep them safe in your arms, oh God, you know what they need and what they are in a need of. We ask that you will pray for the family of Columbus McKinney, oh God. Um, ask that you will touch down right now where they are. Let them know that you hear them, that you understand their circumstances and that whatever it is that they're going through, oh God, that you are able to bring them through. We pray for Cherie McCray's niece, um, Kiki, oh God, and Uncle uh, um, Bernie's healing. We ask that you will cover them right now. You are still in the healing business, God, and we believe right now by faith that even as we are praying through um, the YouTube channels and as the prayers are coming, even through Facebook or whatever device uh, or whatever platform that, that, uh, that, that we are receiving this message from, we believe, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that your word will come, will not return void. We pray for the top family and friends, all that are bereaved, and, and, and we just ask that you will cover them right now. Uh, uh, the Bernard family, cover Sister Bernard right now, cover the Bernard family, hold them, keep them, oh God, let them know that you have them in the palm of your hand, oh God, you are truly an amazing God, you hear everything, you know everything, you're in touch with all things, and, and, and there's nothing that gets by you. We also want to lift up Charlie Lewis safe development uh, um, to, um, to, to and pray for uh, uh, Keisha Jones healing from COVID and the flu. Oh God, we pray for 
Karen Lewis, oh God, family, to have a closer walk with God and to be saved in your kingdom, oh God. We ask that you will watch over the family, oh God, and we ask that you will be with Charles Lewis, amen, for his safe deployment to Africa. Oh God, you know that you hold the winds in your hand and, and that you watch over your children. So we believe, oh God, that you will do this. We also ask that you will cover all COVID patients and their caregivers, those that are uh, 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 supplying help, oh God. This thing has taken off to another level, oh God. And we ask that you will help us in the midst of all of this, help us uh, 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 to, go, to go through this thing, oh God, and come out on the other side without spot and without wrinkle. We pray for the country's leadership, oh God. That's right. Our country is in need of your touch right now, oh God. Our president needs your touch, oh God. Uh, the, the, the vice president needs your touch. The cabinet, all those that are in political positions, oh God, need your touch. And we ask that you will do this, oh God, because again, if you don't do it, oh Lord, it cannot and shall not get done. We also want to pray for Elaine Stewart, her children, her family, and her friends, oh Lord. We ask that you will cover the family keep the family in the midst of these difficult times, in the midst of these trying times. We pray for uh, 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 the, uh, the Hodges family. We pray for their needs. Uh, uh, we ask that you will watch over all of those that are being baptized, oh God, that have a desire to be baptized, that you will cover them as well. All those who have tested positive for the virus, oh God. Oh Lord, have your way today, oh Lord. Uh, we thank you for this platform that we're able to even come to you in this matter. We also want to lift up before you Dad Harris, oh God. Uh, you know his circumstances. You know his family circumstances that you will just cover them, keep them, hold them, let them know that you have them in the palm of your hand. I pray for my nephew Damian as he will be traveling uh, back to Alaska on tomorrow. I pray for a safe passage right now. I ask that you will cover him right now. We thank you that he was able to make a trip to Indianapolis to be with family. But Father, he's about to go back to Alaska. Cover him, keep him, be with him, oh God, in a very special way. I pray for my mom and my sisters, my family. Be with the Tabernacle of Praise family. All of those right now, oh God, who have a desire to be back in the household of faith, we ask that you will comfort them, let them know that there is is a day that that that, that, that is um, fastly approaching uh, where we will be able to fellowship together, even if it's not down here, oh God, but it will be in the earth made new. Uh, and we will be ever so mindful, oh Lord, to give you praise, honor, and glory. Be with the scope word today. Be with the music. Be with the device, oh God. Uh, we've been having issues, oh God, uh, uh, with Facebook, oh God. We bind Satan, cast him out of this media platform that we will be able to spread your word without any glitches, oh God. We pray for that thing right now, and we believe that you have it under control. And again, God, we will be ever so mindful to give you all praise, honor, and glory. This we pray in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen and amen again. At this time, we want to turn our service over to our special music given to us by Sister Beverly.
Bless, be blessed as you listen to the woman of God. The song says, my help, all of my help cometh from the Lord.
Amen. 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 And amen again. And man, I was just swaying to my left and to my right. I was, man, I'll tell you, I was just wanting some more of that. Uh, my help comes from the Lord. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Beverly. Uh, one of my favorite songs, um, um, one of my favorite artists. Amen. We thank you. I'm glad that I know you. Come on, somebody. It's good to know people in high places. Come on, somebody. So, Sister Beverly, I definitely appreciate that song. I'm bubbling over right now. I, I, I really am. I am so excited right now. Uh, I could just, man, if I could just run around this room right here right now, if I could take the camera with me, see if I strike out running right now, then that you know I won't be able to take you with me. But 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 I am so excited right now. I I, I I'm just ready to jump out of my skin um, because I, the Lord is just that good. And when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that He has done for me, uh, my soul cries out Hallelujah! I praise God for saving me. I ran, I fought, I kicked, I scratched. I did all of that stuff. I did not want to be a part of any of this. Come on, somebody. There may be somebody out there that you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I didn't want to have anything to do with this right here. But I'm so glad that God did not give up on me, that God did not allow me to run straight to the devil's hell. Come on, somebody. But he stayed on my heels. He stayed on my side. Amen. When I went to places I should not have gone, he said, I'm with you. I'm going to hold you. I have something for you. And I'm not talking about me being in the church and then leaving it. I'm talking about me. I never knew anything about this. Amen. Come on, somebody. When I was a child and I used to go to church with my mom and she used to take us to church. Uh, uh, I'm about to put her on blast a little bit. I hope she don't get me. Uh, 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 but, 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 you know, she, she used to take us to church. Amen. And we used to drive from one side of town to the other side of town. And I, I mean, I enjoy going. Uh, I, I remember one time as a child, like I said, she probably gonna get me on this. Uh, uh, uh but, uh, I went to this church one time as a child. I don't know. She, I, I'm sure she remembers, but I didn't let her know where I was going. Amen. And you can see why she got on me for that. Uh, but I, I, I went to this church. I was gone all day. She had no idea where I went. I had a wonderful time. We were singing songs like Jesus Love, the Little Children. Uh, uh, we were singing all of those good songs, all those old school songs. Y'all know about all that. Y'all know about all that. Uh, uh, but, but anyway, when I got home, my mom was so upset at me because she didn't know where I was at. But, you know, there was nothing but the Lord even working on me then to get me into that place of um, even wanting to know him and even have a desire to know him. But as I got older, of course, like we do, uh, if I can just be honest with you, we tend to do our own thing. We tend to run our own course. And we, it seems as though we just close the door on God. But I'm so thankful today that my help, amen, my help, that my help never gave up on me, that my help never kicked me to the curb. Come on, somebody, that my help, hallelujah, stayed right there, even when I didn't want to have anything to do with him. He was right there being faithful, and I praise you, God, for that. Oh, I'm so excited today, and I thank God for this privilege of coming before you. Listen, I don't want to be before you too long, but I do have an assignment today um, that I must get out, I must do, 
my due diligence and share this word with you. Now, I wish I could see you because I, you know, I want to know, have you been blessed? Amen. Have you, have you been blessed by the messages that you've been receiving here at Tabernacle of Praise? Uh, if you've been blessed, just put something in the comment and just, you know, I, I, I can go back and I'll check it out later. Amen. I won't be able to see it now during this here broadcast. But if you just put something in there, just let me know how you're doing, how, how things are going. Amen. If you, you know, if, if everything is good, if you're being fed, if you're receiving everything, because these are difficult times. Amen. These are very trying times and uh, uh, just trying to uh, uh, devise something to be able to connect with everybody saying every turn you take or every move you make, um, you run into COVID. And, and then you have to rethink this thing. Um, but again, as I mentioned earlier, what we want to do is uh, we still want to get involved. We, we still want to be connected. We still want to be viable um, in our community. Amen. But just put something in there. Let me know how things are going. Amen. I definitely will uh, appreciate it. At this time, if you have your Bibles with you, amen. If you have your word with you, if you can turn with me, come on somebody to the book of John. Amen. One of my favorite books, one of the, one of my books that I love to read, um, the book of John, the book of John. We want to start with chapter eight. Amen. The book of John, St. John, not first John, second John or third John. <laughs> but we want to start with the book of John, chapter eight. Amen. And we're going to read a few verses in your hearing. We want to start with verse 48, and you have it right there on your screen, John chapter 8, and we want to start with verse 48, and it says, then the Jews answered and said to him, do we only say rightly that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father and you, and you dishonor me. And I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and judges. Moses, assuredly, most assuredly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he shall never see death. Then the Jews said to him, now we know that you have a demon. Abraham is dead. And the prophets and you say, if anyone keep my word, you shall never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who is dead? And the prophets are dead? Who do you, who do you make yourself out to be? So Jesus answered, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father who honors me. Of whom you say that he is your God, yet you have not known him, but I know him. And if I say I do not know him, I shall be a liar like you. But I do not, but I do know him and keep his words. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Then the Jews said to him, you are not yet 50 years old and you have and you have you seen Abraham. Jesus said to them, most surely I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. 
Then they took up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. Today, I just want to talk to you on the title, Before Abraham Was, I Am. Before Abraham Was, I Am. Let us pray. Loving Father, our God, Savior, and King, again, we thank you so much for this privilege and this opportunity that you have given us to come before you as always, we deem this time holy and special. So we ask you now, God, to come in, have your way, do what needs to be done. Let us not leave here the same way we came, but let us leave here, oh God, with a renewed, with a newfound love for the things of God. And we'll be ever so mindful to give you all praise, honor, and glory. I must now decrease that you, oh God, may increase. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen again. I love the stories of Jesus. I love the fact that Jesus thought enough of us to come down here and lay his life down that we may have life. Now, typically and normally when we talk of death, we talk of it in a sad way, which a death is sad. I want to make light of that. I don't want to uh, take that lightly. But every time I hear or talk to a believer and we talk about the death of Christ, um, it's never on a sad note, but it's always on a, a more joyous occasion. Thank God for the blood. If it had not been for the blood, where would I be? And we take pride in the fact that Jesus died. But oh, how the tables are turned when we speak of our loved ones or those that are close to us and those that have fallen asleep in the Lord. Uh, it's a little different. It's a little, it takes on a different meaning. Could it be the fact that we rejoice at the fact that Jesus died for us because we understand and know that his death saves us? But when we think of the death of one of our loved ones, sad saying. I want to be very careful in how we approach this passage here and how we deal with the message today. But we have to understand that 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 that, uh, that, that and, and let me just throw in here while this message is not about death, but it's about the one who died. And so as we understand that even in death there is there is victory, that even in death there is hope because we have to understand my brothers and sisters, I want you to hear me real clear uh, uh, that, that there is no circumstance that we will ever experience in our life where God is not found. I know, I know, I get it. You know, there are, you know, it's been this talk back in the day where there are places that you go where the Holy Spirit will sit outside and wait for you to come out. And then I guess he'll connect back up with you. But I've shared my stories before and talked about it before and on, on different platforms and different places to different individuals um, that there were times where I was in places where uh, um, there were a child of God ought not to be found. But and yet while I was in there, I was being protected. Now, I'm not saying that to say, and I want you to understand me now because I have to be very clear and speak truth to power. I'm not suggesting and I'm not saying that that's what we ought to do. What I'm saying is that when God has a hold of you, there is nowhere you can go where he's not there and ready to bring you back out. So as we look at our passage today, these, these individuals here, these, these, these Jews, if you will, these individuals that, that, that really had a 
a curiosity about the ministry of Christ. They were, they were really curious about all the things that their eyes were seeing as a result of Jesus's ministry. And so they engaged themselves in a conversation with him. Uh, but before we jump too deep into this passage, I want to encourage us to just bag up just a little bit so we can lay the foundation. What good is a house without a foundation? And so when we jump back uh, uh, just a few passages, starting with verse 21, we see here that Jesus is speaking to the Jews. He's speaking to the people and he's talking about his departure. He's talking about leaving. He's talking about going away. And I just want to read just a couple of verses with you real quick uh, here and begin at verse 21 of chapter 8. It says, then Jesus said to them again. Now remember, he said it before, so he has to reiterate. There are times in our Christian experience where God has to reiterate things because for some reason we don't get it the first time. You wonder why you're still experiencing difficulties with finances. Come on, somebody. I know I'm talking to you. That's because God is still trying to help you develop faith and still trying to help you develop trust in him. But you say, preacher, but I trust God. Preach what I believe in God. How do you say you didn't believe in him? And God is not saying, I don't believe you, trust me. But we have to understand that God started us out on a trust level with small things first. But then there are some things that's going to come upon us that if you can't trust him now, you're not going to be able to trust him when the greater things have come. And so Jesus had to bag up and reiterate. He said, I've already told you once, and I'm going to say it again. I am going away, and you will seek me, and you will die in your sins. Where I go, you cannot come. Now, as I read that passage, you know, sometimes we'll stop right there because Jesus is speaking very harsh to them. He's speaking very truth to them. And sometimes truth, the truth hurts. Sometimes we can't handle the truth. Sometimes the truth is so potent. The truth is so powerful. We rather believe a lie than the truth. Come on, somebody. And so Jesus had to let the people of let the um, Jews know. He had to let the um, let 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 those listeners know. He says that you will die in your sins. And to get the understanding of what Jesus was saying, uh, we have to read uh, uh, a little bit further. Can you read with me just a little bit further? Amen. So uh, uh, this is what happened. So the Jews, you know, now they take offense. Now they have a problem. You know, you thought they had a problem at first, but now they really have a problem. He said, "Will he kill himself because he?" says, where I go, you cannot come. And he says to them, you are from beneath. And I am from above. You are of this world. I'm not of this world. Now, when you listen to the conversation, it seemed as though they were hitting and missing each other. It seemed as if the, 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 um, the um, Jews were, were uh, speaking one language and, and, and Jesus was speaking another language. But you have to understand the, the, the master uh, at work and his skill as he's bringing these Jews along for this journey. Because he's trying to point out some things to them that is so deep in them that they are not able to see it. If I can just put a pen right there and just help somebody along the way, uh, that, that there are some things in us sometimes that is so deep, it's so rooted, it's so embedded, that even when individuals began to share the truth with you, even when they began to share uh, uh, the, the, the light with you, because that thing is so deep 
in you because the tradition is so deep rooted in you because of the practices and the way that you've done things. I've heard it before. We've always done it this way, Pastor. I've always gone to church on this day, Pastor. I've always eaten that way, Pastor. But the truth of the matter is, and I said it before and I'll say it again, but you could be doing something all your life and be doing it wrong all your life. Hallelujah. So Jesus had to remind the disciples, had to let them know, not, not the disciples, but the Jews. He had to let the Jews know that, 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 that you are not understanding what I'm saying. So he goes on a little further and he shares with them. He says, therefore, I say to you, you will die in your sins. Now he began to explain to them. He said, for if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Amen. It's very important that we believe, not just believe for the sake of believing, because believe it now, we have a lot of believers in the house. I'm going to let that thing marinate. A lot of believers in the house, but we have a lot of, we also have some, some, some believers that don't believe in Jesus. They don't believe in his power. They don't believe in his ability to save. You know how I know? Because you're still doing stuff in your own strength. You believe God, you trust in him, but you trust him so much. You trust him as far as you can throw him. Come on, somebody. That's old school right there. Somebody will get it later. You will trust him with just enough to get by. But we have to understand that Jesus is reiterating this thing right here. Jesus is taking them back a little bit as he talked to them about his departure, about him leaving. And now he goes on a little further. He began to share with them as the conversation continues on. Uh, they said, well, who are you? And Jesus had to remind them just, just what I have uh, uh, here saying, been saying. He said to them from the beginning, I have many things to say and to judge concerning you. But he who sent me is true. So we have to bag up and we have to lay this foundation because see, Jesus was letting the disciples know uh, because they're so deep in their tradition. They're so deep in their belief where they have excluded Jesus. They're so deep, if I must say, they're so deep in their beliefs where they don't even really believe what they believe. You know how I know? It's right here in the text. Come on, somebody. Because even Jesus goes on, he says to them that uh, 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 they, they did not understand uh, uh, that he spoke to them of the Father. And Jesus had to say to them, when you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he and that I do nothing of myself. So Jesus is laying the foundation. He goes on a little further as he began to lay it down. He began to talk to them about the truth. He began to share with them. He says to them, he said to the, to the Jew, he said, let me explain something to you, Jew. He said, the truth will set you free. It's the truth that's going to give you freedom from this bondage that you're in, that you don't even realize you're in. The Jews, the Jews were so engulfed in their tradition. They were so engulfed in their practices that they, they didn't realize that they were walking with ankle chains on. They didn't realize that they were walking with mental chains on. They didn't realize that they were bound by their own beliefs. 
And Jesus says, let me explain something to you. I'm laying the foundation. I'm trying to... I'm trying to help you through this thing because I believe through the spirit of the Lord that, 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 that sometimes we can get so caught up in our tradition where we can't even help those that are in need. Come on, somebody. And so the Jews, Jesus tells them, Jesus says, let me explain something to you. The truth shall set you free. So he goes on a little further and he have this conversation with them. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believe, because keep in mind, I jumped over, there were some Jews that were in the midst. There were some that tuned in to Facebook. There were some that tuned in to our YouTube channel. There were some that tuned in and they believed. But then there were those that didn't believe. Amen. So Jews, Jesus, Jesus had to say to only those who believe, there are times when the message is not for everybody. Mm. There are times when the conversation is not for everybody to hear. There are times when you need to tighten your lip up and throw away the key. There are times when you need to just sit still and be quiet. There are times when you shouldn't say a word, but I don't know why. I can't figure it out. I don't know. It could be the sin nature, the sin problem, where we feel like we have to attack everything and we have to manage everything. Somebody don't think the way we think, it's a problem. If they don't eat the way we think, it's a problem. If they don't walk the way we walk, it's a problem. If they don't do things the way we feel like they ought to do them, it's a problem. And what we have to understand is that God works in mysterious ways, that God do things that we don't even begin to understand. We have to learn how to do what God has called us to do. I'm about to get to it. I'm about to get to it right here, right here. I'm about to get to it. And so Jesus is speaking to the disciples, to, the, to these Jews, and he's Letting them know that let me explain something to you. The, the truth, this is what's going to set you free. I like their comeback. I'm going to tell you why I like it. Because it just simply, like I said earlier, just lets me know that they just don't get it. Some people just don't get it because they answer him, we are Abraham's children. We are Abraham's descendants, amen, and have never been in bondage to anyone. Now, they have missed everything. I know you, I know you, I, I, I know it, I get it, I get it, my brothers and sisters, I get it very clear. The conversation that Jesus is having with these, the, with, with these, with these Jews uh, is simply letting us know that there are times when we think we have it right and we really have it wrong. Oh, I'm trying to, I'm, listen, I'm speaking to the, I'm not speaking to the choir. Listen, when I preach, I preach to you, me, and thee. Come on, somebody. I don't just, I don't just, listen, I have not made it into the kingdom. I have not been translated. If you cut me, I will bleed. Please don't try. Hallelujah. I, I, I am human. Amen. I'm just an individual that is passionate about my Lord, that is passionate about the assignment that he has given me. And I've come to realize that there are times that I've been wrong. Amen. I'm not too proud to say that. Amen. I'm letting the world know. So if you ever catch me and I'm, you know, and I'm, you know, well, Pastor, I thought you said I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just gonna put that out there right now for the next 40 years. I'm just gonna throw that out there. And just so so all you gotta do is rewind the tape and say, you know what? Pastor Sorry. Amen. But 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 these Jews, these individuals here had not a clue of what Jesus was talking about. They talking about, listen, we've never been in bondage. We've never been enslaved. We've never been. We are descendants of Abraham. How dare you talk to us that way? I'm fifth generation Adventist coming at me that way. 
How dare you talk to my children that way? Well, um, like I tell my children all the time, you might want to behave and do what needs to be done. Um, because see, back in the day when I grew up, hallelujah, amen, I had a, I, my, my, my Aunt Jackie, come on somebody, uh, I remember when I was a child growing up, um, her son Dion and I, we were good friends, I mean, we we still good friends today, but we were like, we were like partners back then, and I remember we were at the basketball court, and this bully came up and took his basketball, and Dion, now, now, now Dion and I, we, we both, you know, we, we, you know, looked at him, we like, you know, give me the ball back. And I'm going to be honest with you. I got to tell the truth, Shandy. Can I just tell the truth for tonight? Amen. Both of us went home crying. Now, I was crying because he was crying. I just felt like I needed to support my brother. Come on, somebody. <laughs> but he cried because he got his basketball taken. And we go home and, um, and, and we go to his house and his mom, you know, well, you know what's, what's going on? He said, you know, this boy took my basketball and he cried. I'm thinking she's going to walk back up there with us and just be big mama and just go on and just handle that thing. Come on, somebody. And so mama looked at us, Auntie Jackie looked at us, and she said, let me explain something to you. She said, either you go out there and get that basketball and deal with him, or you come back here and deal with me. And I declare, we played basketball for the next month or two with that basketball. And that was back in the day. Hallelujah. When parents back then, they would deal with your child and their child and his child. And so I try to encourage my children, listen, listen. You need to behave. Do what you, you know what you're supposed to do. Just go ahead and do it. These individuals here, amen, they got beside themselves. It felt like they were too good to be told something. Felt like they were too great to be told something. But they said Jesus had to remind them, most assuredly I say to you, you, you know, he, he said, most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. So while you may not be enslaved physically, you may not have experienced the chain physically, but spiritually you're locked down. Spiritually you were in solitary confinement. Spiritually you're in the hole. Spiritually you are a slave. You're locked up. And Jesus just said, I come to set you free. I'm getting there. I'm just having a good time. Can I have a good time today? I'm getting there. I know you're saying He ain't got there yet. I'm going to get there. I just got to work with it. I just got to set it up because I realize and I understand that Jesus is taking these individuals on a journey, that Jesus is doing some things that is so far above their head that they just don't get it. And I'm going to be honest with you, even when we get to the end of this text, there will be those that still just won't get it. Even when we get to the close, of this message, there will be those that will still be struggling and they just won't get it. But I'm so glad that Jesus didn't allow the fact that we just don't get it. Stop him from doing what he was sent down here to do because he had more faith in us than we have in ourselves. He said, I believe you're going to get it. So he goes on a little further. So he began to talk to them about Abraham's seed. He began to let them know that yeah, Abraham's seed, uh, he, he compared it, you know, Abraham's seed, uh, uh, the seed of Satan. And so he goes on a little further and he talks to them. He said, I know that you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me. Now, if you understand what Jesus is letting them do, he's setting it up. He's setting it up. He said, now you call yourselves Abraham's descendants and you take pride in the fact 
that you're Abraham's descendants, but at the same time, you're trying to kill me. If you understood what Jesus was saying, if you understand what he's saying, in other words, if you call yourself Abraham's descendants, then why don't you love me? like Abraham loved me. If you call in yourself Abraham's descendants, then why don't you worship like Abraham worship? If you call yourself a child of God, then why don't you love like a child of God? If you call yourself a, a believer of this message, then why don't you act like a believer of this message, you descendants of Abraham? Hallelujah. Well, I'm having a good time today. Uh, you know, I love it. I love it. I got my message. I'm going to get there. I'm trying to get there. The Holy Ghost got a hold of me right now, but he's, but he's doing a, a new thing. I, I want to shout, but, 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 but if I feel like, I feel like he got me right here. I feel like he just holding me. Oh, I'm, you know, I want to just jump and, 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 you know, but, but, okay, 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 Lord. Here, here I go. I, I, I'm, in, I, I'm really enjoying uh, myself in this word today. Uh, and so he said, if you're Abraham descendant, then why are you trying to kill me? Uh, why are you running my name down? And so he goes on a little further. You do the deeds of your father. And I love the way Jesus put it because now he's about to put his to bed right here. He's about to put his to bed. He goes on a little further. Let me just jump down here to verse 42 because it says, Jesus says to them, uh, if God were your father, then you would love me uh, for I proceeded uh, uh, before and came from God, nor have I come of myself, but by him who sent me. So why do you not understand my speech? Why is it, it is so hard for you to understand that me being here is not on my own, but I was sent here by the Father? Come on, somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I took that personal right now. I took that personal. That's right. I take, I, you know, when it comes to God, you know, I apply that thing to me because I have, listen, I'm trying to get into the kingdom. And, 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 and every day, uh, you know, there are some challenges that show up, but I still hold true to the fact that every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. You see, sometimes we say that this was a bad day or wasn't a good day because we are trying to go through it without God. But when you go through it with God, it doesn't matter about stuff jumping off in your life. You know why? Because you realize that you serve the one that has power to flip the script and take the same desires and the same temptation and the same thing that's trying to take you out. Flip the script and use it as a weapon of your warfare. He will use that very same thing, uh, the fact that you don't have, to be a means of you getting everything that you need. Come on, somebody. I wish I had a room full of folk to help me out. Oh, I heard the walls say, preach, preacher. Come on, somebody. Oh, yes, I'm feeling this thing right now. Oh, I'm feeling this thing right now. And so Jesus goes on to say, he said, you are of your father, the devil. And the desires of your father, and you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. So when he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. My brothers and sisters, the devil could care less 
about you and about me. Before Abraham was, I am. Before there was an Abraham, I was already there. Before your tradition showed up, I was already there. Before the issues in your life showed up, I was already there. Before that wonderful job that you have was there, I was already there. Before Abraham was, I am. And you would have thought that when Jesus spoke to these Jews, when he used the vernacular, I am, that he would have thrust them back to the past when Moses was on the Sinai. And when God gave him instructions to, to go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh to, to let my people go, and Moses asked the question. He said, can I ask the question? Well, ask the question. Well, well, well I just want to know, can I ask the question? I just want to, I just want to ask the question. And so God said, ask the question. Moses said, so, 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 so when I go to Pharaoh, and, and, and then who should I say sent me? Jesus, God, the Holy Ghost, all of them spoke in unison and said, say to him that I am. I am everything that you need. See, that I am encompasses everything. That I am, it, 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 it just covers whatever issues that you're dealing with. I am. Whatever problem, I am. Go to favor. And you would have stopped since they're so steep in the fact that Abraham, that they would have understood that Moses, that Moses, hallelujah, that Moses, when he was on Mount Sinai, you would have thought that even just a few passages back uh, uh, when Jesus spoke to them and told him about the I am, uh, uh, that they, they would have understood that, they, that they're speaking to the one. But they missed it. They missed it. They missed it. How do I know? Uh, because it says it right here. As Jesus asked, he says, do not, do not have, you know, because let, let, let me just bag up. Uh, uh, they, they had a problem. They, 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 um, they um, thought Jesus had a demon in him. They said, this man cannot be. This one cannot be. Now, we have already talked about this on this platform uh, where Jesus uh, had an issue, uh, had a confrontation, should I say, uh, with these Jews. And they thought that he was casting out demons with the power of the devil. He was casting out devil. And Jesus had to remind them a house that is divided against itself shall not and cannot stand. But yet you would thought they would have understood then but they missed it because they're back at it again claiming him to be a devil. Oh yeah. And Jesus had to let them know that wait a minute let me um, let me just point this out to you. I do not have a demon uh, 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 but I honor my father and my dis and, 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 and you dishonor me and I, and I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and judge. And then he goes on to say that most surely I say to you that if anyone keeps my word, he shall never see death. And here they're at it again. How is it that this man, uh, he is it's as though it's as though they're trying to convince Jesus as Jesus is trying to convince them. Have you ever been, met an individual where you know what you know and you know that it's the truth and you know uh, uh, and you know that you know that you know that you know that you know, uh, uh, but yet this individual is insisting on trying to get you to uh, trying to convince you to believe something that you know is not true and they're going overboard to try to convince you well this is what we have right here 
these here Jews, they're trying to convince Jesus. Wait a minute, let me explain something to you, Jesus. We are descendants uh, uh, from Abraham. There is no way, there is no way that we can die like that. You say, you are greater than our father, Abraham. Are you, are you Jesus who is dead and the prophets who dead, who, who, who died also? Who, who do you make yourself out to be? So Jesus had to let him know. Jesus answered, if you honor my, if, if I honor myself, uh, uh, there is, there is, there, 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 there is no honor there. You know, my honor is nothing. So it's not about me. You have to understand that everything that Jesus does, everything that he do, everything about Jesus is to help somebody else. It's not about his glory. It's not about his aim. And, and you know, and while, and while we lay at his feet and yet while we worship him, you have to understand Jesus, when he died, he did not die for himself, but he died for the sins of the world. When Jesus left his home in glory, he did not feel my help right there. He did not leave because he was in a bad place. He did not leave because he was in distress. He did not leave because he was lonely. He did not leave because he had a bad day. But he left because he saw you. He left because he saw me. He left because he understood that we were headed for a devil's grave, a devil's hell. And he said, Father, send me down there. Let me go down there. Your children are in a bad place right now. And I just want to do my part to help them out of a bad situation. And so he said, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go down there. Oh, yes, and so he goes, he comes, he comes, and he's having this conversation. I'm about to wrap it up right here. Uh, your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. I had to put a pin right there uh, as we jump real quick uh, over to Genesis chapter 22. Can we just go to Genesis chapter 22 real quick? Because we have to understand that there was something going on there. Well, now God, uh, Jesus, is sharing with them. Uh, he, he said, let me explain something to you. Uh, 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 there was something that took place. Abraham was excited to see my day right here in Genesis chapter 22. It says that Abraham said to his young men, uh, stay here uh, with the donkey uh, and the, the lad and I will go yonder and worship and we will come back again. Notice he didn't say I might come back. He didn't say we might come back. He said, stay here, me and the lad. We're going to go and we're going to come back. Let me go to verse six right here. So Abraham took the wood and the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took a knife in his hand and a knife uh, right there. And the two of them went together. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it right here. But, but, but right here. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, Father. And he said, here I am, son. Then he said, look, the fire and the wood. I see that. But where is the lamb for the sacrifice? Oh, right here, Abraham says in verse 8, my son, God will provide for himself a lamb for the burnt offering. My brothers and sisters, this is what took place uh, uh, back in Genesis. While these, these here knuckleheads, if you will, uh, these individuals uh, uh, sitting up here talking about how is it that you can call uh, on Abraham? Don't you know that Abraham is dead? They're missing the fact 
that Jesus was already on the scene, that Jesus was that lamb that was caught in the thickest. Oh, my help is coming in. Oh, that Jesus was the lamb that was slain for the foundation of the world, that Jesus was the lamb for that sacrifice. It went straight over their heads. That's why Abraham is accredited as one of the faithful in the book of Hebrew. Can we just read a little bit in the book of Hebrews? Is that all right with you as I try to land this thing? Can we just jump over to Hebrews, if you will? I just want to read just a little bit in the book of Hebrews, uh, chapter 11, right here. It says, by faith, as we look at verse 8, uh, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he could not receive as an inheritance and he went out not knowing where he was going by faith he dwelled in the land of promise in a foreign country dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob and heirs with him in the same promise can I go a little further can I go just a little further can I jump on down here uh, to verse 17 right here obey them uh, 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 right there amen he, he talks to them about being faithful he talks to them about being obedient verse 17 says by faith Abraham when he was tested offered up Isaac and he who had received the promise offered of his only begotten son of whom it was said and Isaac your seed shall be called up concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead from which he also received him in the for a, a figurative sense. In other words, what we're saying here is, is that how is it that we're able to call him my father? How is it that God now is able to step out on faith and be able to talk to the, the, to, to the Jews that way and tell them that before Abraham was, uh, I am. It's because of Jesus, uh, the all-knowing one. Jesus, the all-understanding one. Jesus, the one that water can't drown him. Jesus, the one that gravity it can't hold him. Eyes cannot obtain him. Ears cannot understand him. It's Jesus, the one that, 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 that stepped out and pulled Abraham. It was Jesus that showed up on that mountainside. And, the descent, and these Jews missed the point. These Jews missed it all. These Jews, it went straight over their head, but I'm so glad. I'm so glad that in, that we have this book in the Hebrews where Jesus is now letting us know that there are some faithful folk out there. Moses was one of the faithful folk. My brothers and sisters, we have to understand that for 40 years Moses was what uh, was uh, was I'm um, studying to be a somebody. The next 40 years Moses had to go through being a nobody, and I thank God that I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. And just like God used Moses, just like God used Abraham, before Abraham was I am. God just want to let just a few folk know that you can still trust me when you can't trace me, that you can still hold my hand. I'm still there, the lily in the valley, bright and morning star. I am here if you would just let me in. I will hold you when you're homeless. I will keep you when you 
don't feel like being kept. I will walk with you when you're all alone. I will hold you up when everybody has put you down. I will be there with you. I'm right there beside you because I've always been there. Before your mama was, I am. Before your daddy was, I am. Before that job came along, I am. Don't let COVID get you in a place because jobs are being lost and houses are being foreclosed on. Before your home, I am. Before your children, I am. Don't let no circumstances show up in your life that cause you to get to a place where you forget about God because I am that I am. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I'm right there with you through the thick and the thin. I am that I am. Oh, I'm so glad that I know that I am trying to land it. I'm trying to land it, but the, but, but the injectors just won't shut off because he is a good friend. He is better than best. He is everything I need. Oh, I got my help going right now, and I just feel like going on just a little bit longer. Can I go just a little bit longer? Can I just talk about my God? Can I just talk about him, how he's a friend when you're friendless? And he walks with me. He talks with me, and he tells Tells me that I am his owner. Oh, what a day is gonna be when he cracks the sky. Oh, I can't wait for that day. I can't wait for it when we do the parade through the galaxies, when I can see all the galaxies, when I can watch over all this and just ride in his glory, ride in his blessings, ride in the goodness of my God. Because he says that before Abraham was, before the trouble showed up, I am before the bill collector showed up. I am before all the drama showed up. I am, I am, and I am. Oh, oh, what a God we serve. Oh, I tell you, I get excited about it. I can't help it. I know, I know there are other folk out there that got their intelligent preaching, but I tell you, I just got to talk about my God the way I know to talk about it because he's just good like that. Oh, he's good like that because he will hold you up and he'll never let you go because he's always been there and he said, I will always be there. That's a friend for you. Now I've had some friends and I still have some friends, but there's no friend like the lowly Jesus. There was no friend like him. Come what may from day to day, it doesn't matter. For I know who holds my hand, and I know who leads my way. Father God, again, we thank you so much. Hallelujah. Lord, you did it again. Hallelujah, hallelujah. To bless your name is a privilege. To call on you is a privilege, is an honor. <clears throat> to be able to speak truth to power is a blessing. Father, I pray that something was said here today that would take your children and hold them and just encourage them to go just a little bit further. Somebody may have been feeling like giving up. Somebody may feel like they've just been in this COVID for so long and they just can't take it anymore. I know I get, hey, I'm not, I'm not all that special. I'm special. Maybe a little special, too special. Hallelujah. Somebody get it a little, little, little later. But God, you know me. And you know my thoughts. And you know my, my, my shortcomings. And you know my desire. You know everything about us. And I just ask you, oh God, that you will hold us those that are hearing me, that may be somebody that want to be a part of this here awesome ministry, Lord, that you will lead them and direct them to our webpage and that we'll be able to connect, oh God. You know how to make it happen. 
And again, God, we'll be ever so mindful to give you the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the people of God say amen. amen. And amen again. Amen. God bless you so much. It has been a wonderful time with you today. I hope that you were blessed. Um, just want you to spend this time with your family. Observe the Sabbath. Um, forget about the problems of the world. Um, just lay all that stuff aside and just enjoy your time with Jesus. I want to encourage you that at 2.30 today, just want to remind you that we will be having our discipleship class. I want to encourage you all want to be a part of that. Our Sabbath school will be meeting at the park today. Um, we're just so blessed today and just highly favored. So again, thank you so much. God bless you. And until we meet again, be safe. Happy Sabbath.